Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your favorite podcast, Get a Bucket. I'm your host, Trey. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, I'm feeling much better. Uh, still morning, but you know, it's uh, it's still kind of a good time to see everyone just really rallying around Kobe and Gigi and all the other people who lost their lives in a helicopter crash. Um, it, it really does feel good to warm my heart that just to see that Kobe's death isn't something that's being viewed as just tragic you know like everyone kind of rallying around and joining together so it's really a beautiful thing so with that being said let's get started on to into the uh show all right so half one we're gonna talk about two things in this one we got the all-star game selections and the rising star challenge uh for those of y'all who don't know the all-star game selection is pretty much the best of the best of the NBA, they are selected now. LeBron James and Giannis Antetokounmpo. If you don't know them, Google them. I like they're like the top two stars in the league right now. Uh, they are the captains of these teams, and they get to select out of the pool that was that we pretty much chose to be all stars. I mean, it's, it's the fan base, it's analysts, coaches, executives. Like it's a whole big thing that goes into it, right? So the names of those folks are Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, Anthony Davis, Luka Doncic. Joel Embiid, Rudy Gobert, James Harden, Brandon Ingram, Nikola Jokic, Kawhi Leonard, Damian Lillard, Kyle Lowry, Chris Milton, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, DeMontis Sabonis, Pascal Siakam, Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, Kimba Walker, Russell Westbrook, and Trey Young. Now, shout out to all of them who made the selection. Uh, A few of them were actually selected for the first time in their careers uh so this is actually a good little mix of veteran and the youngins uh a couple of snubs from this year though we got bradley beal you know he's been hooping this year devin booker i thought devin was gonna make it personally demar derozan you might classify as one i don't know some say jalen brown but i don't think he's a snub uh, i think he it, this wasn't his year personally zach levine i could have seen him getting it uh, getting in uh, Zach's actually been hooping this year for the Bulls. I, he's been on every highlight. He's been putting up good points. I don't know, man. Like maybe the Bulls just aren't producing enough this year for the um, for people. But I thought he could have made that. Um, Andre Drummond is somebody who actually has has evolved as a playmaker. Um, he's becoming more of an offensive threat. The rebounding is honestly, it seems like it's 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 growing. Like it seems like he's getting better and better every year. So I mean, he could have made it. I. There are so many people that got snub. Like those people, actually could have gotten snubbed. Like they have a legit chance. Like I, you could have taken off Kyle Lowry, Chris Middleton. I, he just dropped fifty-one the other night, actual fifty-four. So I, I don't know if you, I don't know. That's tough. Like there are so many people you could have taken out. Russell Westbrook was in que- it was in question this year as whether or not he should have made it. Um, you know, there's just so many people that it's just so many things you could have done. Like Donovan Mitchell might not have been able to make it over Devin Booker. Like. It's interesting to see how just so many variations really could have formed, but overall, I think the list is fine. Um, I am glad that Brandon Ingram got in. Uh, Lakers, screw y'all, because we could have had him. We did have him, and we could have still had him, should have had him, but you know, it is what it is. That's for another episode. Um, But yeah, and then let's go to the rising stars, ladies and gentlemen, because I ain't going to hold you. These boys are actually going to be the future of the league like they're solid you have Nikhil Alexander Walker 
and mind you, they're on the world versus so the, so the Rising Stars Challenge is broken up into two teams: World versus USA. Um, Nikhil Alexander Walker, DeAndre Ayton, R.J. Barrett, Brandon Clark, Luka Doncic, Shea Gillius Alexander, Rui Hachimura, Zv McCallum, Josh Okoji, and Mo Wagner. I call him Mo Wagner. Uh, he played on the Lakers back in the day, like two years ago. They're going to represent the world. They're from different countries and, and whatnot. So you actually have like a good amount of people from Canada. Then you have the USA candidate, uh, USA players. Miles Bridges, Wendell Carter Jr., Devontae Graham, Tyler Hero, Jaron Jackson Jr., John Morant, Kendrick Nunn, Eric Paschal, P.J. Washington, Trey Young, and Zion Williamson. I'm just going to say right now, I think the USA team is going to win the game personally. Uh, when you look at it, they have Trey Young, Zion Williamson, John Morant, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. I mean, those four players right there are going to be better than any four players you put together on the world team. And I know I said they have Luka Doncic and DeAndre Ayton on that team. But Zion's on this team along with Trey Young. Like, like it's just going to cancel out. You know what I'm saying? And you still got Ja as well. Like, oh, God. Then you throw in... Kendrick Nunn, who a lot of people think are going to be special, who's going to be special. Um, I kind of get a slight D Wade vibe from him, but I got like a two-step lower budget D Wade. It's funny he actually uh, commented on my uh, on my page that he, he he can see it. So I, I thought that was I thought it was pretty funny. Like, I, I, not funny because like he actually could do it, but you know you get what I'm saying. And then Tyler Hero, I like Tyler Hero, good solid sharpshooter. He might develop into a playmaker. Devontae Graham has been hooping this year. Uh, they. The USA team just has much more talent on this team. I, I'm sorry. I like Luka. Don't get me wrong. But actually, matter of fact, Luka might even be out. Because he's out for the next two weeks, potentially, because he has an ankle sprain. So, he, yeah, so he, they, the world team might not even have their best player. Arguably the best player in the game. So, right there, that's a that sucks for starters. But I'm going with the USA team for this one. Oh, yeah. And there were a couple of uh, young risers that... They got snubbed. Let's uh, listen to one of them real quick. Yo, this song is sounding something, bro, because all y'all want to keep flying up and saying, hey, oh, you should have made it. Yeah, I should have, bro, but I didn't. So, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it's the one of bullshit. The NBA can really suck my dick for all I care. I hope y'all see this video, by the way, finally. But, um. That's young Jackson Hayes from the New Orleans Pelicans. I just wanted to throw that in there for y'all. I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> I don't know if he's gonna get fined, but we'll find out. And I guess I didn't give my my my, my take on who. I guess it depends on who's gonna win between Giannis and LeBron. I think Giannis is the better player. Personally, I think Giannis needs to go for uh, a good blend of bigs and guards because I, actually I take that back. He needs to go for skilled players. And I, I, I no 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 I was right. A, a good blend because you need skilled players to complement Giannis but then you also need bigs so that way Giannis isn't the only or at least the main defensive focus you know what I'm saying like he needs to be able to just play his game and dominate that's really what Giannis needs to do so I would love to do that and of course Braun's gonna pick his favorite players you know his people and whatnot and gonna have fun but I think Giannis is gonna focus a lot focus a lot a lot more on winning that just that's just his mindset he's always going at it whereas Braun is trying to have fun make a nice little showcase for the fans which I do appreciate too so that I, I do love I do love those dynamics you kind of got a 
Kobe versus Magic type scenario, you know, Mamba mentality. Uh, and I do like the fact that these games are actually, are actually going to be honoring Kobe. There'll be many games. When I say many, like each quarter will be considered a game, right? And then in the last quarter, um, the first one of 24 points wins. I do like that. It'll make it a little more competitive. I don't think we'll see the whole... I don't think we'll see as much showcasing and as much flash as we've seen in the past. Uh, it'll be a little more intense. Uh, like I said, no one wants to lose. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to go out there, especially with Kobe passing. It's been, it's just, this one just seems more ingrained to have a more like tenacious feel to it. So I'm really excited to see this All-Star game personally. This, this should be one for the ages. I'm hoping. I'm really hoping. I have to. We're going to talk about the best of the best. That's right. The best of the best. And what do I mean by that? The best players, the best teams are going to start showcasing themselves around this time and after the All-Star break. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's, where, that's really when we're going to see the best athletes really producing. Because now you have to make sure that you secure a spot. Like that first half of the season is... You can really attribute that to a lot of factors right like you can say okay well maybe he was like maybe that player was just coasting you know like trying to conserve his energy for the second half of the season and and the playoffs maybe that player was shaking off some rust maybe the teams were trying to find cohesion like there were a lot like you have a lot of different nuances that occur like maybe the like for example portland Portland just acquired a lot of different players. You have Melo, you have Hassan Whiteside, you have Trevor Ariza. I mean, you have a lot of different players. That, and then you have a lot of injuries, too, that took place in that team. And, and mind you, this didn't just happen to Portland. You have the Pacers with Victor Oladipo and Malcolm uh, with coming back from injury and Malcolm Brogdon being uh, newly added. I mean, you have, like, different teams throughout the league. And, yes, load management will continue to occur. So, I mean, it's not like we're going to see everybody playing 38, 40 minutes every game type you know no 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 no. i'm saying we're going to see them trying to perform at their best where the best players are really like everyone's going full throttle now you kind of have an idea of who's going to do what on your team you have a little more you have a better understanding of how your team operates and what are the better what are the best chances of winning games to get to the playoffs so for example bringing back to portland damian lillard he has been lighting it up in the NBA. I mean, we can go down his last, what, five games? Uh, and matter of fact, we'll go from his 61 uh, game performance where he also threw in seven assists and 10 rebounds. Or we can talk about the 47 per game, uh, uh, point per game, uh, the 47 game per performance he had with eight assists and six rebounds. We can talk about the 50 point per game, uh, 50 point game he had where he had 13 assists and six rebounds. 36 game, uh, 36 points the next game with 11 assists and 10 rebounds. Mind you, that's his first triple-double of his career. And then 48 points with 10 assists and 9 rebounds. That was against the Lakers, and that was the first game in Staples Centers the Lakers played after Kobe's passing, and that's what he produced. 48 points, 10 assists, and 9 rebounds. I'm just saying right now, we've been talking a lot about a di- about different guards. You have Luka, Harden, Trey, Kemba. We may not be talking about Dame enough. I know he's put up a, a few highlights. I know we've seen him on ESPN and whatnot, but Damian Lillard, remember, ladies and gentlemen, was just 
on the all NBA list last year. Like last year, okay? So that means he was one of he was the best point guard in most folks' eyes. He was just there. So we gotta put some respect on this man's name. And like I said, it's not just players, teams included. Like, you gotta watch out for Portland. They are the most complete team, arguably, in the league. They got your point guard, your, they, like, they're starting five, top notch. And then, especially if they can get Collins and Nurkic back, that's just gonna bolster their defense and, and bench even more. Don't sleep on the Jazz. I'm not ready personally to just go in and say they're a big threat, like they're not a contender. But they're close. Like they're a fringe team. Like they've been they've been winning lately as well. They were 11 to 15. I'm going to be watching them for their February productions because or February games because they'll be going up against big teams consistently. Like let's say there were 15 games in February. I think there are like two teams that are under 500. So February is going to be a big month for the Jazz. And after February, I'll have a better understanding and a better idea as to what they're going to look like in the playoff. The Pacers also, like I said, they are they are scary. Oladipo's looking good coming back from his injury. Um, they seem to be managing him real well. They, he won't be playing in any back-to-backs. Of course, playoffs not included in that. But I like the fact that they're managing him well. Uh, the Pacers are still a deep team. They're gritty. Uh, their window really is win now, I think. And they have the they have quality players on their team to be able to do so. They have a current All Star in Sabonis, Demonte Sabonis, or Demonte Sabonis, a former Rookie of the Year in Malcolm Brogdon, and a top five Defensive Player of the Year candidate in Miles Turner. They're not too shabby of a team, ladies and gentlemen. They have the potential to do so. They have the potential to win. Like I said, this point in the season, going forward will be the best of the best we'll get to see just how good every team really is after the all-star break for me every team starts at zero zero like their record meaning it's a clean slate because the best of the best will help indicate just what's going to occur in the playoffs like you might have a team who is playing as a one two or three seed but because of how they started off, they might sneak in as an eighth, seventh seed. So now those first two, like the, so now that one seed, that two seed, really is going to have a tough time playing at seven, eight seed. That could be Portland. Just saying, we may, like, you may want to know that. And again, they did just beat the Lakers, and Portland could sneak in at seven, eight, and Lakers are currently sitting at the one seed. So seeding will matter in in, in this time going forward. Alright, thank you all for listening to the podcast. I really do appreciate it. Um, continue to subscribe and continue to just support me. I, I, I really do appreciate the support. I, it, I, it's amazing how it just the podcast continues to grow every day. I get more and more views. I really do appreciate it. Whether it's from the US or Africa or Europe or Australia. I, I, in, in, anywhere, just I, I really do appreciate you guys. Um, Continue to share it to your families, your friends, your loved ones, your enemies. Like I said, you got an ex that loves sports. It's a great way to, this is a great little conversation to get back in there, you know? Like, just continue to do it, baby. I really do appreciate it. And I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. And let's watch this Super Bowl. I'll be damned if I'm going there on Monday. It's going to be a late night. I I might go with the Chiefs. I might. I might just go with the Chiefs. Fuck it. Whatever. All right. See y'all.